0: You can also gain access to our found footage show, the weird tape series, and even our Patreon exclusive fully produced audio series, devil's clay. So with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness.
1: Have catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better. Well,
3: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com
1: slash weightloss. Rusty Quill presents
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Sleep Talking, our little um, inter-season talk show where we talk about everything sleep-wake, Maltopia, horror, writing, whatever comes up. And uh, last episode, we left off um, talking about a few movies, uh, Blair Witch Project mainly, and we left off um, moving into video games and uh stuff like that. Mark has some other um influences and um we're just gonna talk about our likes and dislikes and influences and what we're fans of and um stuff like that. So Silent Hill, I have to admit I've never played it. What's that, it all about?
0: That is a sin.
4: <laughs> play Silent Hill.
0: There's no reason you are to dismissed. play Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go. Now. <laughs> it is a uh, it's a video game that came out in I want to say the 90s got to be yeah. the nineties sometime. Oh wow! It uh, was made by <clears throat> Konomi I believe, and it's kind of hard to describe. But I guess in, in broad strokes, it's about a, a dude who loses his stepdaughter or his adopted daughter, I should say. In the city of Silent Hill, she runs off, and he then embarks on a quest to find out what happens to her, and weirdness ensues. The city is extraordinarily strange, and he is met by all kinds of weird abrogations of reality at just about every turn, and it's um, it's, it's, it's very popular, I think, for two very good reasons. I think it was one of the very first attempt at a legitimately atmospheric video game. I don't think before that there was really anything other than Resident Evil, which had its fair share of of, of spooky uh, atmosphere, sure, but I don't think that was the focus of it. It was more of a. I don't think the term survival horror had been coined at that point, but you know, Resident well, Evil is is a tentpole for that. It's the first, I think. Yeah, survival um, horror is Resident Evil,
3: and then Silent Hill is straight horror.
0: Yeah. And, and I, that might've been the first attempt at just a straight up pure horror oriented game. And in addition to just being the first, it happened to be the best. And I'm sure there are some others. I'm, I'm I'm sure there were some other attempts at this, but they just probably didn't register anywhere that I'm aware of anywhere. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with anything horror oriented on the level of silent Hill prior to silent Hill. Um, but it was extraordinarily atmospheric. It was something we hadn't really seen uh, from a video game before, trying to elevate video game to art in a lot of respects. And the other thing it did amazingly well was the soundtrack. The soundtrack is to this day held out as just the pinnacle of what you can do sonically, musically, atmospherically um, with a video game. And, and to this day, I think it still kind of stands on its own as is fairly unrivaled in terms of those kinds of, those metrics.
2: Absolutely. I think one of the things that stands out with that too, what, what made it so I'm not using brilliant this time, I'm not going to do it. Um, what <laughs> made, <laughs> I almost said it. Um, one thing is I, I just went back over the last couple of days and, and Doug, I play, I have an Xbox. Everybody can yell at me about that, but um they have the uh, the old school uh, 360 games you can pull up now to the current Xbox, right? And so part of it's the Silent Hill collection, and so you oh. can't get they can't get the first one, which is killing me. I can't get my hands on the first one again, but the second and the third were in there, and so I was just messing around with those again and just getting myself completely wigged out. But what I love about it is the absolute lack of background noise at all except for your footsteps and then yeah. rustling in the distance. And after a while, when you get, um, you get that radio, the radio static and you're like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, what's nearby. You know, and, but it's a, it's that level. It's, it was so well done. And it was such, a, it was so early on. Right. Yeah. Is that it was, it was the lack of the lack of sound what made it even more unnerving than, you know, adding in strings or something in the background. Right. And so, um, but when the music does kick in, it's, Oh, phenomenal <laughs> absolutely did, phenomenal
0: did you end up playing them like when when i uh i almost bypassed first <clears throat> i didn't know what it was i remember like yeah. the the picture on the front was like completely it didn't convey anything it was just like a photo negative of harry mason's face and you had no and it just silent hill and it was yeah. always in like the action area of the, of the the store so i thought it was some kind of a a shooter game and I never, and I just on a whim, I ended up getting it. And I know a lot of people that just started with two and then went back to one. I actually mm-hmm. did start with one and then moved into two, but I almost missed it. Did you Did you play them in order?
2: I I haven't I haven't played one at all. I couldn't even get my hands on it. Oh. So it's like if anybody can tell me where the heck I was on Steam, I'm like it's got to be somewhere out here, and I can't I can't find it. Um, so I've only done two, three. Um, <laughs> I think wasn't there wasn't a fourth two. I think there's yeah, eight. there's like it's, five or six of them. Two, right. Yeah, there's, like resident evil right there's like a thousand
0: yeah. of them <laughs> there's like more of them <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: there, yeah. I, I can't remember the order though three was three the room and then four no, was three,
3: three was the one with uh mason's daughter, daughter. yeah mall. mall and then four was the room five was
2: homecoming that's right homecoming and then, and then six was a,
3: the one with the prison guy
0: there was also one that was over on i think it was, they came out for nintendo or something like the yeah uh, it was
3: called silent shattered hill. dreams shattered, shattered dreams, dreams. Yeah. yeah and it had a
0: completely reworked theme they, they worked in ice as the principal like hmm. horrifying element it was it wasn't a bad game but it was it didn't strike me as a silent hill game It just struck right. me as like we really need to vary, you know to, to mix it up here a little bit so let's try this kind of a vibe to it hmm. but it was it wasn't a bad game but you know the further out you go the i think the they they kind of dilute the original brand a little too much and it's just and I I think that's really kind of my issue with where the franchise went like if you go to one like I said those two huge bombs drop you have holy crap video games can do atmosphere you know this is really Mm
4: -hmm.
0: immersive this is something I hadn't really seen before and then there was the use of sound effects and music and in in a way that I hadn't seen anybody do music and background stuff before and then with two, it was like cinema. They they did something that was on the level of a movie, really. It was the first real sincere attempt for a horror in the horror genre. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know about it. I can't speak to anything else, but it was along a cinematic line. They had a really strong plot, they had a twist at the end, nobody really saw coming. <clears throat> and um, you know, the music throughout was as good, if not better, than in the first one. And but I, I think there was like a huge distinction though between the two which is which is interesting for me because I always see for you it's brilliant to me it's interesting everything is interesting <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting it,
2: that is brilliantly interesting <laughs> <laughs>
0: Say compelling. I gotta come up, I gotta start looking up some synonyms (laughs) or something so I'm not like using the same because you know somebody's gonna make a train of recordings of me if I if we ever get like really big at some point. It's like, this is this is Mark, is this is interesting, 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 this is interesting, and another interesting thing. So I gotta cut that out to music
2: and uh, make a whole dance mix out of it, (laughs)
0: exactly. There'll be somebody doing some dances to Mark's interesting (laughs)
2: insights,
0: (laughs) but it was. I I I think the, the Jesus I want to say interesting again. I think the fascinating distinction between the two was the first one, and I want to kind of c- categorize it. I guess it was kind of like Lovecraftian horror in a way, in the sense that you had the unknown as it was it was a terribly frightening, unknowable, unapproachable thing, and. You know, that's kind of classic lovecraft in the sense that you build up atmosphere and then you discharge it at the point where you confront the whores and then you run fleeing from them and it's it's maddening and the second one i kind of categorize in my own head is kind of like uh, thomas Legatian, in the sense that when Legati does a story um and i, I think he was you you know he was very original when he first came out um you know not a lot of people had Kind of familiarize themselves with his work. And many people like myself were coming off of Lovecraft and all those guys. And when Ligotti hit the scene, he was doing things in a much different way, but he was being tied into the Lovecraft mythos. And his his thing is is normally to create this casual absurdity. Like the 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 strangeness of the story is accepted by the protagonist in a way that allows them to interrogate that strangeness in a, in a different way. It's 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 more like a dream. Like when you dream, the absurd elements of the dream are kind of taken on their own merits. Now, granted, there's nightmares where you do flee. But, you know, if, if we're sitting on a bench and the guy we're talking to you turns into a moose, you know, then the rest of the dream is, well... Yeah, he was a moose, and that was okay because you know we built him a pen in the backyard, and uh, then he farted sunflowers <laughs> for the rest. You know, you accept it. You're like, yeah, it's weird, but at yeah. the same time, you roll with it in a dream. And and that's kind of how Legati works, and that's kind of how the second Silent Hill played out. Like he was, uh, I, I wrote his name down, so I'm not gonna screw that. James Sunderland. Uh, you hear that, people out there? I, I got, James. I yeah, got yeah, me a yes. cheap, <laughs> I got me a cheap cheat sheet. That I got one. names. <laughs> But uh, he's nuts. I mean, from the outset, he's like, I got a letter, but dead people can't write letters. It's like, yeah, James, we we know that. <laughs> he's still kind of something, you know, you, yeah. from the outset, you get an inclination that he's not all there. And so it's his already, you know, prepped state of quasi insanity that allows him to move into that horror in a more complete Way And allow you to kind of explore the theme of horror in a way that, say, for instance, the first one in a classic Lovecraftian way was more standard. The horrors are things you need to run away from. They're not really multi-layered because you don't get a chance to investigate them. With Lovecraft, these, these creatures are noetic. You know, they're beyond analysis. And so you just run away from them. Mm -hmm. And so the the writing trick there is to create so much atmosphere and tension that breaks across that one moment of realization. Okay, these are the outer gods. Whereas Legates, it's kind of like, well, we're already partially nuts. And we just kind of roll with a malleable reality that just takes whatever shape it needs to. And so we can, you know, as opposed to running away from Cthulhu, you might have tea with them have a seat and you know he'll tell you some things and then you're off to school and it's bizarre but it's accommodated and it allows for more complex layering of themes and it also allows you to map those things onto the real world in a different way and i think that's yeah. for me what
3: really diversifies. My, my, my
2: turn to say that's interesting that's really cool yeah yeah
3: <laughs> the other thing about the difference between one and Maybe. two is one dealt with more like the mythology of silent hill itself like the I guess the origins or or what silent hill was its nature the second one was more personal it was more about the people and who are attracted to silent hill not necessarily what silent hill was but what more what it does to a person on a personal level which i liked i thought that was a cool because then they went they switched back in the third one to more the model in the first one because it was his uh harry's daughter well i, th- I think that also brings it back into focus
0: with regards to a dream because a dream adapts to you you know obviously the themes and the things that you encounter inside of a dream are projections from your own subconscious unconscious whatever and they take on various forms and what on you interact with them and in the first one you didn't it didn't really i don't know if that was the theme i think it was more like they the second one kind of either stumbled into that theme or it was intentional. I don't know, but the first one was more, it, it strikes me kind of like Star Wars. Star Wars was a, a product of time and place. You know, they did something no one else had ever done. And, but now when you look back at it, it's kind of like, yeah, we could, you know, we could easily do that again. the, the, the logic of how it was developed is, is kind of laid bare. You know how it was done. They just made a really interesting idea. They put some really good music to it. Boom. But the second one was different. The second one had something else going for it because it was more of a story and it was more of a dream and it was more layered, I think, than the first one. Like Star Wars, I think what really distinguished it at the time was the special effects, the scale that they were shooting for and how they accomplished that. Now, it, you know, if it came out now, obviously people would be like, eh. so it's pretty cheap and you know, it, there's nothing, I think, intrinsic to it that makes it special. I mean, it. I shouldn't say that. I'm going to offend a lot of Star Wars fans. There was a lot of folklore and whatnot going into it, but I just don't think there was anything super magical about it because of the writing or anything that went into it. I think it was just at that time, it was unique. And I think the same thing is true for Silent Hill. It was a unique thing. They did some unique things that hadn't been done before and have since been defeated, except for maybe, like I said, the atmosphere, the sound. is that, That one guy, Akira, I can't think of his... Name Yagamogo or um, I can't but remember. His, like a but his or- his sound is is just peerless. But you know the game Incredible. mechanics, yeah. how they did things. It was you could do that. But two, you need you need a story. You need something else. You need a different aspect, a different approach to the horror formula. And they did, and they blew it out of the water. It still stands today. I think mm. most people would agree that it's just that hasn't been topped. <laughs> it's still. Probably the best horror game ever. And that's saying something when you came out in the 90s and here we are in 2023.
3: So that's that's a hell of a compliment to the creators. Two, I also think introduced more abstract uh, concepts. Like if you look at the monsters from Silent Hill, Silent Hill 1 versus Silent Hill 2, Silent Hill 2 had a lot more. the, the, The entities were more abstract. Which feeds into the actual plot of what they were and stuff. But if I remember correctly, Silent Hill had, I mean, it had abstract monsters, too. But I remember there, like, being a flying monster, like, it was just kind of a traditional. Yeah, I think they were
0: more typical of. But the other thing they had was. the shadow uh, babies. uh, Yeah, the shadow babies. But the the, the thing that they did excellently and, and still continues to be kind of like a staple of the franchise is. You know, I don't know if there's a name for it, but like the hell side, like when he would flip into the deeper Mm, uh, environments of Silent Hill, it was hell. And it was a really fucking cool hell. I mean, it was nasty. It was like hell from Hellraiser. You know, it was grody and corroded and nasty and dark and rusty. It was it was it was dark beauty. You know, it was just Mm -hmm. this thing you had never seen before. And you know, I, it's it's funny to say this. It's it, and I've watched it a lot when I when I write. I have it just I have a walkthrough. I refuse to play video games anymore because I suck at them. So I'll just, you know, I I like name the video game, no commentary, and I put it over here on my iPad while I'm writing.
2: Nice. And
0: I I don't understand why people want them to talk. Like I don't get Twitch. Like that is that the name of the service where they play video games?
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I
0: don't like. My son watches it. Like, why don't you just? I'd like those guys to shut up. I just want to watch the game. I don't care about their commentary. They're not comedians. I don't know what with the senses is is watching somebody. I don't know. I'm old. I, you know, generationally speaking, I'm mothballed. I'm done. my, My social relevancy is over. So it doesn't really matter what I say. But I just don't get it. I don't want to listen to anybody talk. I want to hear, well, I guess. Maybe it's just because of the genre that I'm watching. I watch horror, so it would, I guess it would make more sense not to want to listen to somebody talk because that would spoil the intention behind the horror. Sure. But if I'm watching action, man, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd be more inclined to hear somebody talk. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but
3: I thought that. About it. I actually ended up liking uh watching those videos of. I remember, they were the. I think, it, I think you showed me or someone else showed me those videos of those guys who play those horror games, those like rare horror games or like indie horror games, and they run around. Remember the ghost one where someone had a ghost box and then the other person had the the candle, and then remember? Remember, we were watching it. it was called like Phantasmagoria or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You showed me the one. I want to say yes.
2: Oh, that's. That name, that's really close to the name because I know a couple people who are addicted to that game. Yeah, the, yeah.
3: there these, yeah, yeah, there's like yeah, these yeah, three yeah. guys that play it. And I, I'm a lot like Mark. I don't want to listen to people, you know, give commentary. But I like watching their videos for some reason because they are funny, how we, you know, they play and everything. But
4: Yeah, I remember like a year ago or so, it was, it, it kind of had, it was like a major trend was this new game. And you're right, it was... Photasmagoria, Phetas something, but it's like everybody was playing it, and they you were just having a a real hell of a time.
3: Yeah, you uh, you play a ghost hunter, and each ghost hunter, each player is a, like a certain ghost hunter who does something. Oh, it's them.
0: slowly, it's slowly coming back to me. I You're the one who it. wanted to play it. You- I know, but I, I, it doesn't mean I can remember anything. <clears throat> I can't remember anybody's birthday, and my own son included. They look at me like I'm an asshole when I go through the pharmacy, <laughs> like what's his birthday? And I'm like, here's the damn thing is my wife's birthday's on the 19th and his birthday's on the 19th. And they're the month after each other. So I'm like, yeah, it's uh, uh 1983. Uh, and they're like, Max is only six. He's not born in the eight. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. So I just feel like the second I'm gone, they am like, what an awful father this guy is. Like, he doesn't even know his son's birthday. It's like, I just can't, I don't have the chops mentally there's something i have disorders i don't remember things i go through there and they just must think i'm the biggest asshole i'm a good dad god damn it i just can't remember anything i'm kind of you know <laughs> i remember some things some things i'm very good at remembering Not,
2: well i'm gonna help i'm gonna help you out here with a uh, phasmophobia that's what it's called <laughs> oh, phasmophobia that's it uh, yeah. I'm discreetly yeah. googling over here while well, <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. it is killing me. Yeah, there is our,
3: our producer for the show. They were playing that game and they were playing like a bigfoot game and one that had a Wendigo in it and a vampire thing.
2: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> cool the, games. The, the Wendigo one must be the one Max plays because it's just like these guys going out to trying to kill him or something like that. And then they're going back and forth from this The Wendigo uh, comes at night or
3: something. I can't I can't remember.
0: There's no blood in it or anything, so I, I let him play just so if anybody's like, why does not only does he not remember his kid's birthday, but he lets his kid play violent video games? <laughs> but it's just they just run after him, as far as I know. There's like no like visceral terror or anything like that.
3: Usually, but, Max yeah. introduces a game to me as as Hey, Uncle Steve, look at this game. I'm not supposed to have it, but I found a way to get it. And <laughs> he yeah, he does. He, he he does that a lot.
2: And you're yeah, like, he, sweet. He, how do I get it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Problem is he, I likes like, to,
0: he, he likes to brag about it. So I'm like, oh did you he, did you couldn't possibly play that game, could you? Oh
4: no, I actually tricked you, Dad. I, I did this. Ha <laughs> One game I like is um I mentioned it last episode, Hunt Showdown, just for the oh, yeah. uh the uh the environments and the settings. And uh, Mark and Steve don't really care for the commentary and stuff, but I watch some uh, gaming streamers, mostly on YouTube. And to me, it's got to be the right creators. And if you find the right creators, you're going to love their commentary. And um, I like like um, Jack Frags, Aculite, Tomographic. They're all like a, a group of friends, and they play a, a lot of different games together, mostly Warzone but they all have several both playing alone and with each other of Hunt Showdown. And it's a really cool game. And, um, I don't, I don't play it because it's multiplayer online multiplayer and I'm garbage. So I don't get into it because, uh, I can't afford a new computer and I know I would end up throwing mine across the room in frustration, (laughs) But what I would love, and Mark, Steve, and I have gamed a little bit, we try to find a cool game that's like easy, that we won't get immediately killed, especially because Mark just likes to wander around and look at the environments. So we played like Diablo 3, which is a good one. You know, it's simple mechanics yeah you like lo- you like yeah, oh yeah him. i
2: have it i love awesome. it <laughs> i've
4: got i've got an yeah. embarrassing number of hours They probably they'd probably ahead. like it if you played
0: because like they say, i just wander off and look at things yeah like it's very rarely like, really mark, engaged
4: mark we're over here now we're getting destroyed by a boss <laughs> could you maybe chip in you're like i'm i don't know i'm in a garden i see look at, <laughs> use the mini map mark and it's like, uh, what many?
2: screams, we're over here. You know, just,
4: right? It just, it just it starts just getting mad environments. You how see are you the guys arrows doing all on those on fucking moves?
0: <laughs> I can't do this. There's, there's just four buttons. The sightseeing <laughs> doesn't require
4: that I know how to fight That's anything, all you need. Though. He's always but,
3: somewhere else. He's never with the party. He's just like, yeah, two he just maps away
4: it's, around it's, doing you something. You know what? It, it's like gaming with a cat. It's like, hello, where? Okay, he's gone. All right, well. There's nothing we can do there. There's
3: no there's no strategy you can implement when Mark is playing a game. Yeah, it never works.
4: (laughs) But if you embrace that and it's like, okay, we'll just fight if we have to. And we just want to look around at the art design and, and the environments and all of that, then it's a lot more fun. But that's one thing I would love to do. And I looked into it and I don't think you can, but I would just like to team up and just load into a map with no other teams. So that because there there are bots, there's AI, and then there's other actual people, other teams, and the goal (coughs) is I think every map has like three boss characters, and their boss characters are so cool. There's like a scarecrow, and it looks like a big human-like scarecrow, and they have special powers, and they're really hard to beat. But the it's the gunplay too. the it's like your shots matter, you can't just spray and pray and hope to kill your enemies. And there's generic zombies all over the place you have to be careful of and there's rabid dogs. And the whole goal is to kill the boss, take the bounty, and then escape the map before either the AI or more importantly, the other teams kill you and take your bounty for themselves. So you have the bosses to worry about and, but mostly you have other players to worry about and it would be awesome if we could just load into the, there's like tons of like swamps and it's just watching these videos from these YouTube creators. They, it just feels like Maltopia to me. It's like, I've I've sent Mark and Steve a few of these videos to look at because it's just like uh, a lot of them are, they have like a southern quality with their vegetation and their swamps nearby and it's just like old decrepit barns that are huge multi storied barns and everything's just kind of run down and drab. And it, it almost looks post-apocalyptic, but it's the kind of place if you were to, to steer off any interstate anywhere and drive far enough into the sticks, you're gonna, you're gonna run into places like these. And it just has this ancient old, you know, dark feel to them and they're just beautiful. And I wish we could just wander around these maps and get ideas for stories and um it's it just looks like maltopia to me like nothing else i've ever seen and it would be really awesome to play it but playing with other teams on the map that's just it's just out of the question it, it just can't happen it's like hey yeah we we were able to see that map for a whole two minutes before we were slaughtered awesome maybe maybe kelly's our secret weapon she can load in and it's like go ahead guys i got this i don't i don't know yeah, I don't yeah, sounds great.
2: Is. I am the worst. It's I'm the one running around. I, I swear I, I'm all right. I have everything loaded. I'm like I've got my first date. I got this. I'm ready to go. And I, as soon as other people show up, I freak out. And you see me yeah. just running around like a, like a jerk. It's like I have absolutely no skill whatsoever. I actually I, I refuse to like play with other people. Like I would play with you guys, but like I refuse to just jump in because it's always like you know it's like ten year old kids and they're like you fucking suck. And I'm like ah! right. and I and, and I won't talk anyway because. I refuse i have my thing on mute all the time because i'm always cursing my head off and i got booted i was playing overwatch and i got booted out like three times in a row I'm like i suck so bad that i've been letting me try it was like really bad <laughs> And i was just like <laughs> but you know what i'm in let's do it
0: <laughs> gen gen z should just if ever there's a war it should be it should be played virtually because those goddamn kids holy uh-huh. shit you get on there for two seconds headshot Headshot, headshots. Like, how are you even capable of, 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 neurologically speaking, of acting that quickly? You have a superpower of some kind. You get on there, and the like,
4: sooner you're there, you're dead. They have the reflexes, they got the. They got the I mean, We're Gen X. We're practice. the first
0: video game connoisseurs. Know, right? We should
4: have some, some <clears throat> reflexes ourselves. We're great at platforming. We can like jump. Like if, if the map requires <laughs> jumping, we're, <laughs> we're fine. But if you want us to actually hit a headshot or something, no. that's that's that's, fucking, that's gonna go on our generational tunes. Hand, uh, hand the keyboard jump. or the can hand can the jump. controller off to your son, you're you're better off. The fighting games are almost as are
3: probably just as bad, if not worse. Like When I played, like I deemed myself, you know, in the day I was an excellent fighting game fighter. I could, I did really well. Mark was too, we like, we played Caliber and and fucking Tekken and Street Fighter, beat almost anybody. But when I I started playing, uh, what was it, not Mortal Kombat, well, I played Mortal Kombat, which I never really liked the combat in that, but like the newer games are a bit better. And then uh, the DC one that's made by the same people who did Mortal Kombat. I figured oh, I'll go online. I'll, I'll learn. I'll be able to beat the shit out of some people. They are unbelievably good. Like there's, <laughs> you can't. I can't even hit them. I mean, they fucking run around that screen in ways that I. I, don't I will
0: not have Stephen, Stephen talk for me. However, I have gone online and I have taken on those who play the one game oh, I can so play. Clever. Is Soul Calibur, and I ah. have beaten and I have defeated the Zers. I've,
3: I've never. But I think be, that's never... because
0: of a mutation. I, I I had a gift at the very first, the very first Soul Calibur that came out, and I, it wasn't even called Soul Calibur. It was called uh, Soul Blade. Soul Blade. Soul Blade. Yeah. I could, and I, and I'm not exaggerating. Steve is witness to this, yeah. and I don't know why I could do this. I could close my eyes. You could, put, and they used to put like. uh socks over nice. my head or whatever they could find I'm so I couldn't cool. see and I didn't have to look I could I could beat anybody I was literally undefeated for years nobody could beat me and I don't That's know why awesome. I don't even know how it's like maybe everybody has a gift they just have to find the right video game and maybe that was mine I could not be beaten now I couldn't replicate that success on the successors but I am still good at them' so That's because I, my,
3: you had, had Lee long.
0: I had Lee Long. They took Lee Long out of the game, though. They replaced him with Maxie. Yeah, which is, I won't play Maxie. I just, I don't, I don't like the way he does things. He just, he's too, I don't know. There's just, he's not Lee Long. Lee Long was like Bruce Lee. He just went in there and he kicked some ass. Maxie looks like Elvis. I'm like, I don't want to play Elvis. (laughs) Just not who I want to play. He's he's supposed to be Elvis is he an elvis bruce, impersonator bruce or something I, I, I don't know why they, they
3: never actually explain why he wears the elvis suit or why he yeah, looks no, like elvis they, they just stuck him in there and then you just assumed he was an impersonator but nothing in the character's history ever points to anything associated with elvis he's he's more like bruce lee but as if bruce lee looked just like elvis he's like
0: elvis he was, I, I don't clothes. understand why they would combine the two they're not really all that synergistic i don't think but i will say this i want to go back to something i i, I said uh, earlier about there not being any real competition for silent hill there was a game that came out just after silent hill that was very good i don't think it was as good as silent hill it was called fatal frame and it had uh quite a few successors i believe and and it was interesting here we go it was interesting it was interesting because there was no combat the whole point of the game was to take pictures of ghosts and oh which, that's cool which, yeah, and it played right into what I like. I don't want to fight anything. I just want to look at stuff. I get very aggravated when I'm attacked inside a video game. I just, hey, hey
2: was-
3: I'm I'm looking at stuff. Leave me alone.
2: There was another yeah.
3: really cool game that you played. That I remember watching. It was the guy in the prison. And that oh, that's The called
0: Suffering. The Suffering. The Suffering, Suffering yeah, is that a fantastic was- game. But
3: that was more... That was
0: that was very violent. That was a very, yeah, no, that was a very violent combat-oriented game. But I would still put it in the horror
3: genre. It there wasn't was another like one Resident evil.
4: There was another one you were talking about, kind of horror. Uh it was um Warhammer 40k based. You said it was it was just it was like first person. This was oh. like s- six months ago or so, and you just you blast everything in sight. You just oh, have weapons.
0: Oh yeah, that is that is uh that's Warhammer. Um which i can't say enough positive things about warhammer i mean aesthetically and like the history and the intrigue and the dynamics between the races except for and i know i'm going to make some enemies with this i hate orcs i hate them i don't like them in anything i don't like them in dnd i don't i hate orcs they're just and i'm sorry to say this i just think they're dumb I just think they're like cartoons in an otherwise fully featured, rich, textured, in-depth, atmospheric world, and then you throw a cartoon in there. It's like, they're not serious. And I suppose that's the whole point,
4: comedic relief, I guess, some levity in an otherwise. Well, there needs to be like, you know, in, in a lot of stories, there are stakes and there's fewer stakes higher than armies going at each other and there needs to be an army that represents the evil side and i think that's uh that's, p- that's part of their i mean that element needs to be in there and it's like bottles. even damnation machine has a, a major um there are no orcs in major, Damnation machine no but there's a major <laughs> army of uh enemies and they're all quite varied and uh, i'm i'm hoping with the novel adaptation we get into more detail of their description but how what do what do what do they use to to kind of represent that massive you know continent spanning uh evil you know
3: i just', well, I I will just say don't... for warhammer 40k the one thing they did that was very unique that no one else really did at the time or really even currently does there are no good guys in warhammer the thing is, like the guys who you would assume should be the good guys are actually not good guys. Oh yeah, the Imperium of Man. The Imperium is like they're like space Nazis almost. They're 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 like fascist, They're 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 xenophobic. They only believe the human race should be able to you know thrive. Yeah, they're not really good people. You like them when you're watching them just because they're fucking cool and they, their culture is neat. That's well, like, what I mean. Like I think the guys. layers
0: to them is they're just a very well developed. Granted, they're they're fairly linear. I mean, like you said, they're they're fascists, but the way their fascism is made to look and how it's articulated and it's just very gothic and incredible yeah. and rich and it's just an incredible atmosphere that they have. Like they're gods, and then, you know, and then they shit all over that with an orc. I'm okay with you, you stupid fucking. Come on. Dude, what? They're in orcs speak cockney? Come on.
4: I mean, I granted, that,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, the chaos, they speak English, but I mean, come on. Just give me a break with the orcs. They just put, get rid of them. They're just give them their own game, but in a cartoon league of space monsters
3: or something. They actually, just, Warhammer introduced, uh, well, they have a race that I usually hate in every iteration. You hate orcs, I hate dwarves. But I don't like I don't like
0: dwarves either. I space, don't like them.
3: Space uh Warhammer Forty Thousand had a cool race of space spacefaring dwarves. That well, they did. Made. They they did. They credit. actually made they dwarves
0: were. cool. If there was any anybody that could make dwarves cool, though, they could not make orcs cool. It would be the makers of Forty K. But God, who, just it's like you're watching. Like I would always buy the video games. You know the, the I can't remember which video game it was, but they have this. Epic opening scene: the Space Marines trying to, you know, they're sieging or they're they're getting laid. See, I don't know, they're, they're doing something. It's very violent, it's very intense, and it's very epic. And then the orcs come up over the hill, and it's like, what? It's like, it's like bringing in. You got Braveheart, and then you're bringing the guys in from. Oh, I just talked myself into a dead end. Like I'm going to come up with a name of this. You remember <laughs> the old cartoon where the guy drank a little elixir? the asterisk was that his
4: name asterisk and obelisk
0: yes it's like yes exactly it's like asterisk and obelisk are in braveheart it's like they're just (laughs) thematically not related it's like they don't belong together Get that just doesn't fit why are they in there
2: so it drives me nuts I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't, I don't know if you're a, a Fallout fan or not, but I'm an absolute Fallout yes. fan, junk, junkie, right? So Fallout 76, I mean, I how, how do you feel about the Super Mutants? <laughs> because those guys I actually are exact. Like yeah, they're, they're, I think they're really well done, but it's the same yeah. thing, right? They're always like, oh, I smell something. You know, like, what the hell is that voice? You know, it's always like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, they crack me up, but they're hard as hell to kill, but yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah super am thousands of times
2: i've walked up sorry good oh no go ahead i was gonna say i've walked up to something like yeah "Ah, screw that crap (laughs) i can see him everywhere i'm like i'm not dealing with mutants today like i don't have enough
4: what are those um the Tarasque looking all those fucking monster things that come over there and yeah, the, it's Straight. like the, there's there's one design and they're like the worst in the game. the The most powerful monster, the Red Claw or something like that. Death oh, claws. Death, Death, Death claws. claws. Yeah, Death claws. and they remind me of Tarasks, and that's like super intense. You don't the first time you run into one, you don't know if you're leveled enough, you don't know if you have the supplies, and it's <laughs> you're like
2: run away. It's that was like, that was pretty heart
4: pounding. I love I yeah. love leveling to the point where I'm just laying waste to like. Uh, I just I I go on the hunt looking for them to destroy yeah. them. That's a lot of. fun. This is another
3: game that you couldn't play with Mark because like I would I, I remember I got the game and I was like all right I want I want to do the you know I want to do side missions and stories yeah. and Mark's there he's like go go put that bomb on the ground then then blow yourself up I want to see you fly around <laughs> and he would do like he, he's like a child in that sense like you know how a child will make you do the same thing over and over and never cease to be entertained by it. That's all he would let me fucking do. He's like, I'm like, I want to play the game, god damn it. He's like, no, no, no. Right. Now, now, put the bomb over there next to that guy, and then do this, and then do it, and then you the would game, just laugh his ass off.
0: And then the game I'm afraid to play is the one Walker gave me because I've seen online all the horrific and weird things you can do is Red Dead Redemption.
2: Oh, um, I yes. uh, that's a yeah. great game. <laughs> it, it's,
0: it, it's it's totally. I, I I think it's gonna it would be a great game. Here's the problem. It doesn't factor in stupid people. Like I started playing it and it wants me to do something. It's like it wants me to I just want the game to open up and I want to walk around. That's it. I don't I don't want any intro. I don't want but apparently, there's like some stuff you have
4: to do initially. Like some you didn't initial- even get through the the first. That's the tutorial, dude. How? I know, but it took me like. <laughs> three oh, he ruins hours. the fucking games. I
3: played Red Dead. I don't know why you don't remember this. We, when Red Dead Redemption came out, I played it, and you again. You were there, and you watching a game. You you're like you always want me to do something. You're like go in that town. And I'm like, all right, I'm in a saloon. Shoot that guy. Washington. Oh yeah, everybody
0: that wasn't was this one though. This one was. You could one never one progress time. in the game
3: because the entire town was always running after me because he makes me go in there and shoot people. You had a bounty I can't. I
0: thing. cannot <laughs> progress meaningfully through a game. Like the one game that started it all, I think to a certain extent was um, the one you played. A little the little Martian dude and you had telekinesis. <laughs> I love
3: that game. What the hell was um, the
0: name of that game? Attack from Mars or something.
3: I remember the name of it. A little alien guy.
0: Yeah, you just play this little Martian dude and he comes down in a flying saucer and it's really open world and it doesn't have any introduction. So it's perfect for me because I don't want to do anything other than just walk around. And he has TK. So I just spend the entire time throwing people around, picking up sticks, hitting people over the head, you know, throwing <laughs> cars at people. And that's it's like when I played. um the other game with the cars there, Vroom Vroom. the hell's the name? I Vroom Vroom. I say. Oh,
2: Twisted Metal.
0: No. Um, no. Oh, I love <laughs> that the, game. The one everybody. Oh, GTA. About. Grand GTA. Theft Auto. Oh,
2: Grand Theft. Yeah.
0: Could never progress because the second I have options, I exercise every single one of them over and over.
4: Mark, you would love um Just Cause, the Just Cause series they uh they pretty much throw physics right out the window you can kind of like gta but they have like all these weird gadgets like a bomb but it has a a, it's like a handheld bomb but it has a little rocket on it so and these rockets can be connected through like wires and so you anchor the wire to like a, a uh, communication tower way up at the top, and you shoot it like you would Batman, and it sticks to the top of the tower. And then you shoot the other half into uh, a, a nearby cow, and the other half shot into the cow has a bomb attached to it. And when you hit a button, the the cable like shrinks up immediately, shooting the cow off into the horizon. And then you hit another button, and you can explode it. Or you can anchor the cow to like a car and it'll just whip around like a cartoon until it gets the cable gets shorter and shorter. And then the cow smashes into the car and it all explodes. You can do it with people, all kinds of animals, vehicles. There should be an experiment. It's like just how ridiculous.
0: long? How long could Mark occupy himself with just throwing, universe, a, just, like, just throwing a cow into the horizon? That in and of itself, I could do for hours. When I first, I'm very uh, easily entertained when it comes to that stuff. It's like I don't, I get, and you get, and this is just true. Everyone who knows me knows I resent any kind of forceful progression in the game. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay right where I am and do a bunch of stuff and look at things. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to plot. I don't, you know
4: what you need? You need a a walking simulator and it's just a world and you just, you just walk around.
0: You don't even
4: like, pick up herbs or you know, resources or anything. You're well well the to go, goal of the game is that there isn't one. Try, try <laughs> that would be perfect. But
0: that reminds me, and to and to try to go back to I guess some semblance of of horror-oriented <laughs> conversation. Um when the movie Silent Hill came out, yep. um I had I had you know, I was excited as hell I wanted to see this movie. I didn't know how the hell they were going to do it, though, because with, you know, like I just expressed, I don't want there to be a lot going on. I just like looking at things. And I would heard that the original script was really going to be quite experimental. They were really going to make it more or less like a tour. Like the main character wasn't going to have anyone else involved uh, with Mm. what they were doing. And they were just kind of walking through Silent Hill and getting randomly freaked out, which to me would have been awesome because that's what I like, which also reminds me if anybody hasn't seen this or anybody knows where it is um, there is, there was a, a a video that was made about silent hill, like a continuation and I can't find it. I don't know where it went to, but it was wonderful. Someone had done a version of silent hill. It took place in silent. Hill. I shouldn't say a version of silent hill. They, they made like their own CGI movie of, of silent hill and it was based on a serial killer. Um, oh, I remember this. Yeah, and it like, was, was it from a fan or? It was like fan made. Yeah, somebody had oh, made. Cool. Yeah, and like it had video game graphics. Yeah, it was incredible. In fact, I would I would say it was. You could stack this thing right up against the original, even part two. It was atmospheric. The music was huh. dead on. It was just a fantastic fan made film, and it was long. It was I I don't want to say I don't want to guess because I'm probably completely wrong at least an hour long, it was a good long stretch of, of, video and intense scenes and intrigue and everything. It was, it was wonderfully made. Um, and I, I always wanted to try and figure out what the hell happened to it. It's, it's probably now by today's standards. I mean, in terms of computer graphics, it's probably nothing to to look at, but at the time when it came out, whatever it was, whoever made it, there, it, was, yeah. it was brilliant. Use, you know, I'm going to use yours now from the steel. Uh, it was brilliant. It was just a fantastic piece of, of, of Silent Hill art, like a, an homage of the highest order. It was a great movie. But yeah, the, the movie itself, they were talking about doing something that incorporated more of the video game into the movie in such a way as it was kind of exclusive of trad- traditional movie elements, which I don't know how that would have went over, but I would have watched it. I would have probably you know, illegally downloaded it at the time. That was the thing to do.
1: But yep. before yeah, what we, did you, what, what did
0: you think of the movie? I'm curious. Did you like Walker it or, or did you see it? it? <laughs> What's that?
2: Oh, I saw it. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's one of the, I think it's fantastic. And so um, I was like, we got to get back to the movie. <laughs> that was actually my first, honest to God, I went backwards. I started with the film. Because I'd known I had known about the games, but I never played them, and I was like, I walked into the movie not fully grasping what I was. I was like, Oh my god! Wait a minute, this is that whole series, and then I went backwards and then played everything afterwards. But I think they did a fantastic job because I, just just that the siren to this day makes my flesh like crawl. It's like does that sound? You're like the darkness is coming, you know. And the, and the way they did the transitions, everything was just so so well done. I think it was I think it was pretty darn good.
0: They it, it stuck to a lot of the traditional elements of the game the the i I call it Hellside. i don't know what it's actually called but when it flips into the darker more Mm -hmm. um intensely evil looking alternative to the world that that they did wonderfully the only issue i had with the movie like i said before just because i don't want anyone (laughs) i don't want any characters my my rejection of things i understand and i take you know i i recognize my view is going to be stupid because no one would ever make the movie the way I would make it because it wouldn't have anyone in it. It would just be this tour of things. But that was the only, that was my only gripe was it just had a lot of people in it. And I was kind of hoping it would be more solitary, but what they did do, I I think was fantastic. I loved how they did. Um, uh, Oh my God. And there's no way I pyramid head. Jesus. I've forgotten who he was.
2: Yeah. How could you forget pyramid? Yeah,
0: (laughs) Pyramid head. Come on. But, uh, I'll never forget that scene where he grabs the girl like by the skin and just
3: flences <laughs> right. her essentially, yeah. <laughs> he right in front of everybody, door. in front of
2: the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mean, had, and
3: had... the and the uh, the horrific uh, fate of the woman with the barbed wire.
2: Yeah, Christabel. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was, was rough. Yeah,
3: was, <laughs> that was barb, <laughs> those, those barbed wires went
0: everywhere they, where the sun yeah. didn't shine.
2: Uh, they, yeah that
0: wasn't that wasn't a well the other thing too was what they did to um oh, see i didn't know we were going to go into the movie i didn't get the names
2: i got you i got you <laughs> the, the police <laughs>
0: officer what was her
4: name
2: oh shoot uh mm, well laurie Holden played her yes <laughs> but <laughs> we'll call her officer laurie officer
4: laurie
0: <laughs> it's like they did horrible things to her it's yeah. like one i didn't understand why she stayed to fight those dudes like get in that elevator what were you thinking don't stay out there get in the elevator but then is is like she's clearly a bastion of ethics and she just wants to help and that's all she's about and then they literally burn her at the stake. I didn't think they were going to I thought when I watched the movie like she's just done too many good things there's no way they're just gonna burn her face off which by the way was a horrifying scene the way her head was bobbing up and down as she was like yeah. Starting to catch on fire that was overly realistic. It was like
2: there were visuals man. within that film that just I mean I you walked out of there going, "Oh, I need a shower." Like I just felt so grungy and gross. I, I, mean, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. But uh I, I the the scene that still gets me to this day is um <laughs> the nurses, that was so well done, and oh, yeah. It, yeah, the the twitching nurses and how she had to like squeeze her way through them and you know like cause yeah. they're all they're triggered by sound, right? And that was like the craziest little scene. And uh it's just it's that weird. Everything was just distorted and odd and weird yeah. and you know, angles, and it was just a really well well shot scene. Yeah, yeah. I like
0: Especially, that. I think I think they hired dancers for that scene, didn't they? I, I, they, I remember. I think so.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because at one point they were kind of they were almost like a k- kind of choreography going on between mm-hmm. them all. And it was really, it was really weird. And they, you know, it, it just so many kind of like icons that came out of both those video games in terms of what's really stuck in the popular culture since it came out and the nurses were one of them. You know, you've got mm-hmm. a pyramid head, the nurses. Um, maybe I just stuck my foot in my mouth. Cause I can only think of two now. Um, well, there was also
2: <laughs> Well, there was also in the beginning, there's that, that white thing that, doesn't have a face. It kind of comes out of the. Like, this is me doing it. <laughs> so oh kinda, yeah, no, I know what you talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> acting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh that that thing, whatever the heck that is. It, then it they seems, got the
3: there's yeah. the body bag thing. Uh, the, the yeah, work, the body bags on the slab. And it kind of like a living thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I will I will say this that now that I don't know what you think about the second movie. There was a second movie.
2: Yep, saw it. And.
0: and <laughs> I don't. I don't think I liked it as much as the first one, but I loved the idea of that creature that wrapped people in like cellophane or whatever that was. That was brilliant. I thought yeah. that was an awesome creature. I mean, the whole idea. I mean, when I uh, when I watched Dexter, uh, the serial killer series, um, whenever he would wrap, you know, the kill room was always wrapped in plastic and everything like that. And whenever I watched that scene he he'd almost like become almost in my mind anyway, like a spider, you know, he was wrapping his victim and he was preparing his web and that's kind of how I interpreted him. So, and I saw part two, the silent hill part two after I watched the or Dexter, the series. And it was like that. I was like, Oh, that's, Mm -hmm. that's exactly how, you know, I kind of, imagine like uh uh, the monstrification of dexter to be like this this the spider-like creature that just weaves webs of of plastic that he wraps people into and uh so when i saw that i was like that's that's very cool i just like the creativity that went into that and um I, i you know i'm a kaiju fan so i like monster fights so i gotta say I, like, I heard so many people go, you know, there's monsters fighting, but I was all for that. I'm like, I'm a kaiju guy. I like monsters fighting. I'm totally on board with, yeah. as long as Pyramid Head wins, as he wins. <laughs> if you know, the one thing I know about myself and fellow kaiju fans, specifically Godzilla fans is we we don't want our guy to lose ever. I was going
4: to say that would be a good, um, maybe we should add that to the final episode of this, this episode. Uh, Season of sleep talking is um, some conversation about uh, Godzilla and the whole Kelly I wish I could show it to you the the group chat or group chat kind of comes and goes like we're all busy doing stuff and then we'll kind of come together or get some work done or have something to talk about and then might be quiet for a couple of days but the whole lead up to Godzilla versus Kong was Mark and Steve just in chat, just going crazy, just (laughs) hundreds of messages. And we won't get into it now because it'll take another hour. It's definitely worth um, (laughs) devoting some proper time to in the next episode, but uh, similar to Silent Hill and Blair Witch, uh, they have some very strong opinions about that. I don't know how you feel about Godzilla and Kaiju and monsters and stuff.
2: I like them.
4: <laughs> you like them? <laughs> Good to know. I,
2: I, I am not as fully immersed, but I would love to sit here and listen to this conversation. I'll have some <laughs> It's uh yeah.
4: You think you think Mark has strong opinions on orcs. You you heard nothing yet. Before we uh before we wrap up this episode, Kelly, uh Past, present, or future? Any other video games that really stick out to you that you like horror or otherwise?
2: Oh wow! Um, two, two that I'm playing. I, well, fall, Fallout is is it? That's my number one. I love it. I will. T- I love play. the inventories.
4: I I spend an hour in there.
2: Me too. And now in Fallout 76, you can build your own, you know, your own camps now. And I get like, oh, I got to go build this, whatever. And there's like, there you go, Mark, like an hour and a half of me running around trying to find three screws so I can finish building one stupid thing and then getting angry because I can't find those screws. But every other day I'm finding them, you know, so it's (laughs) like I. and you're yeah. kicking
4: yourself because you had them yesterday, but you dropped them uh, because your I, inventory was full.
2: Hello, and I said I don't need these stupid screws. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I, I I can get lost in that for hours, and and to me that's like stress. That and Elder Scrolls Online is another one. Oh, I've I got mean, a couple it, hundred
4: hours into that. Yeah, me
2: too. Yeah, me too. Really and good. I'm just I just like to get in that and just lose myself in it. They and,
4: just had a big uh, a big new DLC come out. I think yeah, I, yep, I keep seeing did. it on YouTube. Looks they really did. good. I'm tempted to get back into it, but you know, work.
2: Yeah. I'm running around. I know. It's like it's like I take these little spurts of time where I'm like I'm in it for a couple of days and then yeah. I don't play for like Do you
4: have um they I I've heard it called alt itis where you know, you have your your kind of your main characters, but you keep creating alts, alternate <laughs> I five, characters. I have five
2: of them. <laughs> exactly, I
4: can't, I never hit the level cap in any game except, you know, simpler one, no MMOs, but simpler ones like Diablo, I can hit the cap because yep. I keep creating all these alts. I just got into um, Lost Ark, um, a, a great Diablo-like uh, video game, a lot nice. of fun. I, I don't have a character over level 20, and I think the cap is like 60 or 80 because I just, well, I feel like shooting fireballs today, so I'm going to be this character. Mm-hmm. But it's like if there's a new class or a new yeah. set of powers that I haven't tried yet, That's that's all I want. I don't care how many, I always max out my character slots <laughs> and none of them ever get anywhere because I yeah. can't decide my favorite ones and yeah.
2: That was me with, I played Destiny for a long time. That was just good fun. And then, and then, yeah. then, then you had, to act, then you had got to the point where you had to be skilled to actually do well. And I'm like, oh, I'm out because I just couldn't, they were, I was getting murdered all the time, but yeah. the same thing there I had, I was like, oh, this class, oh, I want to do this. I want, and I have like four or five of them and none of them are good, you know, because I need right. to <laughs> spend time with at least one to make it really good. But It's yeah,
4: all about maybe. that gear score. You got to get you gear score up there. You guys got
0: to play the video game part. Like, I can't, I don't even know how to get past that little place you start out in. I just get
4: lost in there and I can't do anything. Well, what I noticed, like, with Destiny is because I'm stupid, and I'm gonna just come out and say that I am uh approaching my or, yeah, I, maybe I'm technically in my mid 40s, but uh, for the longest time, I had Xbox, I had a PlayStation for a while. It's mostly been Xbox, but it's been a little of both. And I was always decent at FPS games, No, nowhere near good enough to play multiplayer, but I could at least play single player and get through it on a normal level and have a lot of fun. And I, I, I think it's something to do with aging, but it got to the point where I couldn't even play. I really wanted to play FPS games on a computer, but for the longest time, I couldn't afford one that could with a good enough graphics card that would allow me to play the video game on a, on a computer. And since getting to a point where I could afford a decent computer, um, FPS games are just so much more fun. There's a huge, debate between console and, and computer, which one is better, con, console, PC, whatever. And, you know, a lot of it is some people are quite adamant and others are just, um, it's, it's all good. It's whatever you prefer. We're all gamers and it doesn't matter. And obviously I like that, that, that latter example, that latter group of people where you know, we're all just gamers and it doesn't matter um, how we prefer to play them. But I've noticed a marked difference. Like maybe two years ago, I, I threw in or I downloaded uh, Revisiting Destiny or, or some other. Maybe it was Borderlands or Borderlands is a bit easier, though. But yeah. I was playing an FPS game and I'm like, OK, I, I just have to stop. I can't use the <laughs> controller my reflexes suck. I'm mediocre at best at this anyway, and I just keep getting worse. And now having switched to the mouse and keyboard, it's like I feel a little better about my ability <laughs> because I can at least survive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just wish that the games that I, were, I was
0: playing didn't require any strategy at all. I, I started playing the, what what is it, Steve? The, the, the World? Oh, game, uh, super Hard, hard one? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's Warhammer, but it's the one where you're, like, you're fielding armies. What is that called?
3: Oh.
4: Dawn, uh, is that Dawn of War? Is that- Dawn of War. Oh, like yeah. a real-time strategy game? Yeah, it's yeah, a real-time RTS.
0: strategy. And you just make these massive armies, and they're so detailed, and they're so incredible, and they're monstrous. But apparently, you have to, like, utilize strategy. All I do is I make my army, and then I put the camera down there so I can watch them move around. And I just lose them. I just click at the other army and like they just walk over there. And I always lose because I don't manage them after that. I'm like, I just want to see them fight. <laughs> right. And I just wish there was a way to turn off the computer AI altogether. They're just like a fumbling moron. So I could just go like randomly make my my army and then just go watch them fight.
4: You know what um, you might like, Mark? There's I've seen a couple of videos of these. Um I don't. I don't know if there's like a game you can download to do this or what, but it's like a simulator, and you can match any. Oh, I know what you're talking any about. Any two forces, and I've yes, seen I've one seen that, that was like, which which would win? One trillion lions. Yes, or, I've seen this. Or <laughs> the sun. You. And you may be surprised watch video. to know. I didn't watch the video, but I would assume the sun would win. Maybe not. Maybe a trillion lions is I to do the more, job. More I, I watched, watched, watched the
3: other day was was a, of them. was a hundred marines with automatic weapon, weapons versus two million Spartans. Oh, the Spartans wow. eventually win, but it takes a really long time. Those, those hundred dudes with
0: machine guns. I love it, but I, I want the one thing I love about the video game that I play. Is that I can move that camera around. Like I can zoom in and go right, like mm-hmm. look at their feet if I want to. Surprisingly, I do a lot of like, i just click on a guy and I'll watch his POV. And uh, I love that. But with what you're talking about, I love too. But I, because I'm just watching somebody else play it, I can't zoom in and watch them. And I don't know why I care. It's the same, like they have like every character is like four signature moves that they can perform. So why I, I get a kick out of like zooming in, watching them do that, I don't know. But I do. And I just get very angry because I always lose because I don't manage anything. (laughs) But with what you're talking about, I have watched those videos many a time. Like I love the um, like they have different dinosaurs and, and and then they they
4: flop around and 10 T-Rexes versus like a million chickens. Yeah. I I love that. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool. One thing about the FPS that's uh, Kelly. That's why I love the um, fallout because you have the, I forget what it's called, but the 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 accurate shooting where you can your
2: vats. Yeah. Vats.
4: Thank you. Vats. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, I don't have to worry about how good I am on controller because I can just hit the old vats here and that (laughs) that's uh, that way I'll be able to survive. I love it because I just wander around in Fallout. I just literally love Fallout (laughs) Three. Fallout
2: Three is really special. That was Yep.
4: That was uh, incredible. Just I know, have to get
3: go. a I have to get a new PlayStation cuz one of my favorite games of all time is getting a sequel. I think it was going to. What's that? Is, uh Space Marine? Uh, oh, the the nice. first game Space Marine, I fucking loved. It, it really captured To me it captures uh, I mean, I argue that most people a lot of people say Dawn of War really captures it the most, but I thought Space Marine captured, you know, the Warhammer 40K universe best or at least up there. And then it didn't get a sequel, and it was fun as shit to play. Like, I hate the orc. I'm not like a big fan of the orcs too, but fighting them was fucking awesome. Like, because they they just got the combat, just brutal combat. Because the space marines are like ten feet tall. They have like eight hearts, and like they're way stronger than like a single orc. So you'd like get your chainsawed sword and like cut right through them, and then grab their head and crush it. It was just visceral game. But, like
4: it reminded all
3: the all the monasteries and churches and all the gothic architecture this is an awesome fucking game
0: and my my favorite one of those steven was we used to watch me play all the time and this will date me too it was on a 3do if anybody can remember what that was and it was like a rival to the playstation the very first playstation that came out and it had um i want to say it was just called space marines or something like that space hulk space hulk and it was really a I don't know if it was a bad game. I don't know what, like, objectively speaking, what, like, the video game community would say about it, but I love this goddamn thing. Controls were absolutely horrible. Just horrible controls, but it was, like, it captured, like, the alien-esque quality of being out in space and being hunted by monsters, and I could never understand what they said because it was very garbled, and I always had these really... Dirty interpretations of what they were actually saying. And so it was very fun <laughs> playing this game. But it was
3: ballsack. Like, Ball sure. <laughs> well,
0: that was this, what he, it was, they would say his bolter is jammed. And all I, and I did not know, I thought they were saying his balls are his jam. And I didn't. And that's all I heard. Well, they may
2: that's... have been. I, you know,
0: you don't know.
4: You don't know. Him. I don't know. Yeah. To, you don't know, you know his everybody, life. Everybody's got yeah. proficiencies.
2: Don't yell man.
4: That's and it a, was... uh, I can't think of a better place to uh, leave this episode <laughs> than that no.
2: A classy um, ending to a classy right? show. Yeah.
4: Before we before we go, just a few quick updates. Are um, we have one more episode before we premiere uh, season two of the sleep-wake cycle. Do you, do you and, want it more structured or do you like this, <laughs> this format where we're
2: just kind of... Let us know. <laughs> the
4: premiere is uh, more than likely going to be uh, Thursday, May 26th of uh, season two. Uh, Mark has season uh, episode one. Uh, he has it written and we In love the bag. It. We love where he's going with it. And Kelly is taking off for some travel for the next week or so. Hopefully by the time she gets back, Mark will have a couple more episodes and a better understanding of the, the granular details. And we're hoping in the last episode before the premiere, uh, the last episode of the sleep talking series, we're hoping to maybe give a few teasers or hints uh, that'll be up to Mark on what he can share. And, um, Maybe we'll even do um, just kind of a, a general, just kind of a summation for you, letting you know, you know, major tent poles like setting or something like that or or what the twins may be facing. We'll see. But um, in addition, we have uh, some really cool announcements we'll be sharing throughout the month. And one thing we're finally getting off the ground, for those of you who have visited our website maltopia.com uh we have the you know the ubiquitous annoying pop-up asking you to sign up for our newsletter for stuff and we're finally going to be getting that newsletter out there. Um I'll be writing the first one uh in a couple of weeks and we're going to hopefully give you um just some updates, some cool news on where we're at where we're headed and if i can make it happen we're hoping to do some sort of discount uh, for all of our newsletter signups for our t public site Uh, we have a storefront over on t public and we i want to say we have one or two pieces of sleep wake cycle merch i'm not positive i need to check with our representative there and work on designs. And that's a whole other issue. We have a lot more for those of you who have been on our Instagram, you know, Mark has, you know, literally hundreds of creatures and characters and stuff like that. And we'd like to bring the favorite pieces uh, to our T public site. But if you're interested in uh, some sort of discount and maybe a little behind the scenes, um, news and updates that's a good way if uh you're not interested in joining us on patreon that's a good way to kind of um keep tabs on what we're up to is just to sign up for our newsletter over on and it's going to be you know at most once a month we'll send uh something out and our goal is to make sure they're not annoying, you know, give you some, some value there, some news, some discounts, and just kind of share some cool stuff that we're working on. Um, yeah. So other than that, we have one more episode coming and we'll be talking about Godzilla and who knows what else. And the
3: other game I think we left out that is, I, we're talking about the Meltopia aesthetic, the one that I think really, uh, um, is a lot like the Maltopia aesthetic that I would love is Bloodborne. I love that fucking Bloodborne. game.
4: Bloodborne, wonderful.
3: Bloodborne's environments are probably probably the best I've seen. I, I just love that. But I'll, we'll talk about that in next.
4: Awesome. We will talk about that and much more. And uh, again, we're still taking questions and we're hoping to do a little uh, wrap, wrap up this season with a little Q&A session in our last episode. So hit us up on uh, Discord, Patreon, Twitter, whatever you like, uh, and let us know uh, anything at all, really, whether it has to do with Maltopia or not. And uh, as always... Follow Kelly over at Bear 70 some crap. I can never get it right. <laughs> what is it?
2: Uh, K Bear 71
4: Bear 71 uh, yeah. That's it. B-A-I-R 71. There you go. <laughs> so thanks very much for listening, everyone. And we will see you in the next one. Take Say it bye, easy. everybody. Bye, everybody.
2: Have a bye.
4: good one. Bye. <laughs> bye.
1: <laughs> Hold up. What was that?